Now you get yourself upstairs and get ready. Dinner's in 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, yeah me, boy. This is a very important dinner. You best be there. I will. Thank you, Juanita. You gotta dress yourself up and look nice, too. Oh, that boy's a fine piece of work, all right. <laughs> He's a fine piece of ass, though, too. <laughs> Great podcast, episode 44 for the week of August 15th, 2011. <laughs> I am your snack pack, David T. Cole, and I'm here with domestic goddess Joe Reed. Deal with it. <laughs> Spoonful of sugar, Tara Ariano. Spit spot. And night nanny, Pamela Ribbon. Yo, baby crying. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Pam. Welcome hey, back. Welcome back, Pam. Hey, everybody. Are you all right, Dave? Yeah, I'm all right. I just got, <laughs> even though I picked that clip for the beginning of the show, it, yes. for some reason, it made me giggle all over again. Yes, that was not from the lead topic of our episode, it The Help. Not. It was from Billy Madison. Um, Another fine film that touches yes. on issues of... That's true. It makes you laugh, makes you think. I thought he was going to go with the toy. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. The toy? The toy. What do you mean, The toy. Oh, that movie, The Toy, with Richard oh, Pryor. Oh, Richard Pryor. Oh. Uh, until you mentioned it, I forgot it even existed. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> so, no, we saw The Help. We did. We had a couple of choices, and since Pam was our guest, we let her choose. And she thought she would have a better time getting her family in Connecticut to go see The <laughs> Help smart. with her than she would Final Destination 5. Well, mm. that's actually opposite. I would oh. have been easy. It would have been easy to get them to Final Destination Five. I went with the one that I was more likely to have seen okay. before I saw Fair you. Fair enough. There we go. Which was The Help. So, what did we think? I have many complicated feelings about the help. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to lead with that. Okay. Um, it's not a bad movie. It's not an offensive movie. I am saying as you know, white male guy. Yeah, Joe's white. Everybody. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I thought with that because there was all this pre-controversy about mm-hmm. whether it's. A whitewash, whether it's another movie about like white people coming to save black people. I thought it was fairly, it went to fairly good lengths to sort of tell a widespread story about a lot of people's perspectives, and that mm-hmm. was good. Yeah. I just thought the tones of a lot of the parts of the movie were really, really disparate and really didn't always gel with one another. You know, we saw funny people with you, Pam. Mm. And a lot of the issues that I had with funny people, I also have with the help, where really? it seems like six episodes of a TV show. You know, uh-huh. yeah. It was very episodic. Have you read the Did book? Either of you Pam? Read it? Yes. No. I didn't. Okay. Don't even ask Dave. Obviously, Dave. Yeah, didn't Dave loved the help. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't even read self help books. I don't even do how how to books. Never mind just books. Look. You don't like helping you know, people. <clears throat> I had a lot of trouble once upon a time, even like accepting the idea that somebody might come in our house twice right. a week and tidy up. He will not listen to the Beatles. I can't read a whole book about it. <laughs> <laughs> also, I never learned to read. Also, it's not twice a week. Twice every, every Here's the thing, too. Every other week. I need to kind of commend the portion of the population who had read the book before the movie. Right. Because they kept... Can you do the spoilers of Ho I thing? feel like I figured out what your tweet was. Of course. Of okay. course you did. All right. Okay, Joe's requested it. We must play Lots it. Lots of spoilers. Spoilers of Ho 
fun ahoy. So the best thing about I'm going to let you say it. But sure. the best thing about this is that people listening who don't know anything about the help are going to be like, "What's the spoiler? She helps a black person?" Mm. No, you're not ready. There for is it. a spoiler. So the people who read the book yeah. kept it totally under wraps that 90 percent of this movie, <laughs> of the plot of this movie, hinges on a shit pie. And when I say shit pie, I'm not yeah. talking in metaphors. No, I'm talking about a pie with shit in it. Yes. Well, listen, because even when the movie started, I was like, I mean, they're not keeping the shit. <laughs> that's their insurance Pam it I was, was right there in the story positive. she's holding the pie and I was like oh she's, in the book that was poop I wonder what it'll be she's holding the pie and there's like this glamour shot of the pie and everybody in the theater who had read the book is like titter 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 and I'm like what no What's but I mean, I mean I just assumed it was laxative pie see right. but they went to all that stuff at the very beginning to be like don't give Hilly paprika and I was like oh there's paprika <laughs> in the pie she'll eat it it'll be weird but then they were like we mustn't ever speak of what happened with the pie yeah like, a maid gets fired and she takes her revenge by she sure does. putting her own poo in a pie and feeding it to her evil former boss. Yeah. I saw, As we all have at some point <clears throat> in our lives. Played with no nuance at all by Bryce Dallas no. Howard. No. <laughs> that was a there was, yeah. single-minded performance. It was a toothy chew <laughs> her pie. It was a toothy chew. I uh, saw The Help on a Thursday matinee in Glendale. Okay. So I really nice. thought I was, it was just going to be me and some popcorn. <laughs> But it was like it was populated with a lot of like mom's days out. So sure. I, was like, I was the youngest person watching to help. I'm like, oh, this will be sweet or whatever. Yeah. It was rowdy. And there was a guy in the back who would say things like, I hate that fucking bitch. <laughs> and then some mom would be like, I concur. <laughs> and so taking then, a stand against Tilly, the, the, the uh... yeah. you know who he was mad about? That's what I wanted to stand up and be like, you're now just being Jewish racist. I was going to (laughs) say. Yes, because she was like, I need more... Uh, samples, right? And, and she was like, "I just you can't make a book out of two chapters, right? How dare she?" I to turn around <laughs> and be like, lady. "Look, being an author is difficult. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just sell it on. It's not just because it's the fifties." But so he was like, "I hate that you." And this woman was like, "Yes, more oh black people." But so then, so they're being rowdy on some misguided reason. <laughs> and then the best part was, all of a sudden, in the front, this woman starts screaming. She's eating poop! And someone was like, she's eating poop! And they were all like, it's a poopy pie! And everybody around me shouting about poop. And I was like, I guess I'm the only one who read it. Right. And I'm the only one who knew what was going on. But it was like, it was like uh, the pie eating contest. And stand right. by me, like everybody went nuts. Well, yeah. I'm just, Sissy Spacek's entire role yeah. was reacting to the shit pie. Like, right. Oscar winning Sissy Spacek. <laughs> A treasure for us all in terms of acting mm-hmm. was just making laughing, not even making jokes, just laughing at the shit pot. It was funny. It was funny. And I feel like this was like the one sop to Dave. This was like his That's reward true. for going to this, the, the girliest movie of <laughs> 2011. Welcome, yeah. That it had a major plot line about poo. Yeah, but it came too late for me to save it. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been the opener. Movie like, should have been called like Shit love, Pie. Love these glamour point. shots of her making yeah. the pie, like the beginning of Waitress. You know, shit and then pie. All of a sudden, it's also like, narrating the recipe. Yes, <laughs> shit, shit pie for Hilly. <laughs> Having read the book, for me, the twist at the end was Nate Burkus. Oh yeah, I knew he were because I watched Nate's show every day. I didn't know he had Allison Janney and um, Octavia Spencer on two separate uh, episodes um, to talk about decorating and. Allison Janney had my second favorite part of the movie, where she uh, a beturbaned <laughs> Allison Janney because she has cancer. <laughs> right. Um, has her big moment on the porch where she stands up to Hilly and she sort of chases her and her lip herpes away from the house and. Uh, she sort of has this like rousing like killer line and she completely drops her terrible southern accent to deliver it because 
this line is too important for yeah. having an accent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just that, yeah, that is the other wonderful. thing that was happening behind me was people were just laughing at Southern accents. Yeah, well, <laughs> there was a lot to laugh at. <laughs> yes, sugar ditch. I did sugar have sugar to, ditch. Come on, I did great. have to Google when was liquid paper invented. Did oh. you have that moment where I was like, was, I didn't even it, think of that. But. It would have been whiteout, wouldn't it? Right, right. Oh, I see what you mean. They're well, which different. one was Mike Nesmith's mom's? Whiteout. Invi- oh. What's the difference? Uh, I don't know, except that I think liquid paper copied whiteout. But I, I don't know if they have Well, I sure formulae. hope that Crisco was invented by them, because there was a sure <laughs> lot of, uh, of endorsements for Crisco. Yeah. Crisco. Got a hole that needs spackling? Yeah. Crisco. Yeah. Glamour yeah. shot. Right. It was the Windex of my big fat black wedding. Well, and then she stuck her, then, then Celia sticks her fingers in it. I'm like, don't eat it. Oh. Because you know she wanted to. It looks like Cool Whip. Yeah. yeah. But she didn't. Celia's she was my favorite thing. thing about the movie. She was my absolute favorite thing about the movie, and she belonged in a completely different movie. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just performing on her own little stage and just doing whatever, Jessica Chastain. She was really good. Yeah. And she differentiated herself from her exact double, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes, And that did. she was actually good. They really do look alike. <laughs> they really, really do. Yeah. If you haven't seen The Help and you're wondering if you should see it, Here's my Dave's Guide to Seeing the Help. Ah, this will be a, this will be. This good. is what people were waiting for. It's short. For. Yeah. Oh, I know. Um, if if you roll your eyes at the blind side, definitely probably skip this. <laughs> this is, to yeah. me, what I call a Gate 17 movie, which is <laughs> if you're at the airport and like half the people are reading one book, oh, yeah. it's yes. this book. And yes. it's that yes, level definitely. and quality of book and it's that level and quality of movie, which is to say middling. And uh, for me, I couldn't like the whitewash stuff. It was like, that's why the shit pie, as much as I should have enjoyed it, it comes like a re- the reveal is in the last like, you know, quarter of the movie, probably. Right? Uh, it's like halfway through. No, it's not that, that soon. Mm. But um, anyway, uh, uh, no, let's let's, get, let's let's go back and watch it. <laughs> Got a time. Stop the movie is it. long. It's hard to tell. It, it was very long. long. It doesn't really matter. But by hours. the time it got there, I was just like, oh, I got just, this is something about the, and you know, it's nothing new, but this is really something about the white people solving black people's problems uh-huh. movie. And I understand that that's the only kind of movie that Hollywood thinks they could sell tickets to. Yes. Nobody wants to see, you know, there's too little of a market for the, the Rosewood type of movie where, you know, people just take, you know what I mean? Right. That bombed, right? You know, sure. like, or whatever. I mean, like the last. Maybe Malcolm X was the last movie that really was, you know, it, it, it was that was Spike Lee, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and this that one was just Pollock. like <laughs> <laughs> wasn't Sydney Pollock. Um, so for me, it was like by the time I got to the chip pie, which God knows I should have really liked, it, mm-hmm. it, it didn't do it for me. It wasn't. It wasn't. I was. I was already checked out. Well, it's a tone issue, right? Yeah. Like it's the it, it is. Is, this, is this a serious story where Medgar Evers gets shot yeah. like on their bus route, yeah. or is it a lighthearted story where a lady gets her comeuppance by eating someone's poop? Well, it's neither. It's both. They try right. to have it both ways. Yeah. So I think I'm 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 okay docking them on that. I feel Good. okay on that. They shit where they eat. Nice. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Dave. Uh, I think is what you're looking for. On a lighthearted, on the lighthearted side of things, all I wanted to do while watching the first three quarters of this film was yes. wash Emma Stone's hair. Her hair, her wig was really bad. Wow, that was terrible. It was, oh, it was very, terrible. very oh bad wig. Yeah, it was. It really was like yarn hair. It was yeah. like cabbage patch. And hair. in a movie that was already calling attention to the idea of wigs, because yes. so many of the characters actually wore wigs, yes. and you saw them putting them on, taking them off. Yes. Um, that was kind of you. You want to be on point with the hair that's supposed to be real. Mm-hmm. I had more of a problem of curing cancer by deciding you would. <laughs> <laughs> that was, 
Well, I just thought that was her being like, I'm just going to be better. And then when she leaves, she'll be like, and now I'm done. Yeah. But then they told her, like, and now your mom's all better. That They even put through that line in there. Yeah, they wanted, her out, of, they wanted her out of that town. Now your mom doesn't have the cancer. <laughs> but I will say also, because we haven't mentioned Viola Davis, uh, that lady can cry. Oh, she's amazing. That lady can cry. She's great. She's amazing. I love her. Mm-hmm. She was a big part of the reason why... I stuck with the parts of the movie that I liked was that she really, she just sort of brings home everything she's doing. Was she uh, in The Doubt? She yes. was in Doubt. Yeah, oh, she, was the, kids, yeah she, she was the kid's mom. Doubt. That was a Joe's dad maneuver. I love the help so much. <laughs> later tonight I might watch the Star Wars. You're again. maybe getting it mixed up with The Debt? No. <laughs> no. That reminds me of how my the dad tone. used to call the Charmed the Charmed Ones. <laughs> the Charmed Ones. Because he would, cause so he would watch the reruns on TNT because he's funny that way. No. Um, yeah. The Ask the Mom review. My mom's friend went to see yes. Help as she insisted on calling it repeatedly. Sure. And she was, <laughs> and I think along the lines of your review was, mm-hmm. how many stories do I need? I get it. It was hard. <laughs> right. And you had a lot of white babies. I, sure. I don't need your story too. Well. I think also get to the poop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it was fine. I mean, I thought it was fine for what it set out to do, really. But it wasn't one that was... It's no terms of endearment. It's not the kind of weepy girl movie I'm going to want to watch 10,000 more times. That group of rowdy Glendale moviegoers all left sobbing, though. Yeah, there was a snorkeler about two two rows behind me that was really, like... Getting into the goop there. I, t- like, I totally did cry. Yeah. I for sure. And and by the way, we we rolled twelve deep to the help. We there did. Were, there, we were a party of twelve. <laughs> we were in four rows. I'm not even. Joking. And and as that we was were, a lot of trailer. Heckling. As we were cackling <laughs> at the trailer to Breaking Dawn, somebody across the theater goes, "What the hell is so funny?" And we're like, "Really." All of that. <laughs> the part where they laminated the wedding invitation because they know it never stops raining in that town where they live. Forks. For, sorry. Get it right. Forks, sorry. Have some respect for we, that shitty movie. We did watch that franchise. movie in this very living room. We did indeed. Yeah. That was the trailer where I was like, I should read and or see one of these. No. Nope. nope. No. <laughs> no. Definitely not. I saw the first two. They're terrible. <laughs> Dear Mr. President, there are too many states nowadays. Please eliminate three. I am not a crackpot. I am not a crackpot, but I have come up with the optimal Final Destination new rule playbook. Yes. Uh, speaking about Final Destination, I'm sorry that you couldn't get your uh, your clan and kin to see Final Destination. <laughs> you missed something. Okay. Um, Joe, you're our resident Final Destination expert, and you can back me up on this. I yes. believe that number five added a new wrinkle into the Final Destination uh, rule book, which yes. was you can cheat death after you've cheated death by taking a life. Right. Basically, then you, you can ab- stop death from stalking your ass and killing you in complex ways by killing somebody else, and then you inherit that person's lifespan. Whatever whatever that span might be. Right. And, the jo- and the thing about the movie is the one guy successfully does that, ends up... Um, taking the life of somebody who had like but days to live because of hey, some weird medical condition. Spoiler. Well, the the pushing daisies theory, right? Wasn't that the sure. concept of pushing daisies? Sure. Wasn't it? Maybe. I have to take your word on that one. I don't one. know. So, so here it is. <laughs> I am not a crackpot. <clears throat> if you are stalked by death and mm-hmm. you successfully cheat him. Yes. And now you've realized that everybody around is getting killed in weird and wacky ways. Just get yourself <laughs> to a nursery and smother a baby. Not a sick baby, though. Because then you're just Ooh, that's, that's a healthy baby. You that's find what I'm you find two looking good parents. I'm not saying everybody should be killing babies. I'm just saying within the world of Final Destination Five, 
if you are almost 40 and you smother a baby, you're going to live to like 120 now. Oh, because you're, if getting you're in this you're movie. You're getting all those extra years. You're not, we're it's not. It's like compound interest on, uh, right. on living. Don't like kill babies, people. Home. Not in real life. Well, but I'm just saying, if you find yourself in a Final Destination <laughs> scenario, you get your ass to a nursery. I don't think it's a volume thing. I think, because Pam was just said, yes. could go into a kill multiple. Sure, yeah. Well, right. it's not a volume right. thing. It's, only, it's unless, a one for one thing. You, get, you only get one. Well, Joe, unless you have the foresight to get all your friends together who are also cheated death, like the beginning of the movie before they all died, and there's seven of you or whatever, <laughs> you can all get to a nursery. You can all take care of business at once. Well, that's true. But I'm saying you yourself only get one. Once right. again, people, person. don't really kill babies. <laughs> Just kill a baby if you're in the Final Listen, Fantasy V rulebook be universe. the kind of podcast that's telling everybody how to live their lives. I'm not, I, I, I'm or not saying Or how to live their babies. deaths, right? Don't, no, correct. I heard the new song. It's just babies. <laughs> like, get out of there, baby! No, but ah. they're babies that all did something ah. bad. And are being punished. They're babies that weren't living their best Real lives. Real bad babies. Really seize the day. <laughs> I mean, every tiny triumph is going to pale in comparison to Joe's mega triumph now. I believe we can... Start fresh. Well, keep in mind that that was not actually a. No, what? That's what I'm saying. It's a mega triumph. So, saying. so we're it's back a league to of its own. We're back to regular tiny size sure. triumphs. So, uh, David and I are going to a. Uh, David and I are going to a wedding this week, and I uh, went to the dry cleaner to get my dress um, pinned so they could alter it, get it taken in and shortened. And while I was standing on the little pedestal waiting for the guy to come back to me, a lady came into the store and was dropping off her dry cleaning, and it was Jessica Walter, my neighbor. <laughs> And so I was trying very hard to not like look her in the eye or look like I noticed her and was just fussing with my dress and whatever. And, you know, she kept looking over at me and I was trying not to be a dork because I am a New Yorker. Yeah. So she does her whole business with the guy. And then as she's leaving, she says to me, nice dress. So my dress is approved. Yeah. And I feel like by the transitive property, she's like blessed the union of our friends who are getting married. And furthermore, I heard her address and it is. (laughs) (laughs) I did hear her, but obviously. And then she called me like moments later to dork out on the phone. I did. I phoned Dave to tell him the story. And uh, and his response to that was that I should have said, I don't understand that compliment and I won't respond to it. (laughs) Hi, I'm Kim and this is the most awesome thing I saw on TV last week. So the most awesome thing I saw on TV last week was this movie called Homecoming, and it starred Marissa Cooper from The O.C. and either Jack or Bobby from that show Jack and Bobby, I'm not (laughs) sure which one he was, and they were high school sweethearts, and then her mom died, so she had to stay home and take over the family bowling alley, and he went off to college to be a big football star. So now it's Homecoming weekend, and he's got a new girlfriend, played by Silver, of 90210. He's going to bring her home. Uh, and his number's going to be retired, even though he's like three months out of high school. They'd wait a little bit on that. But anyway, so Marissa pretends she's totally okay with it, and they all end up hanging out at the bowling alley where Marissa's serving alcohol, which I don't think she's allowed to do because she's not 21, but I don't know all the local laws. So anyway... Marissa decides to get Silver drunk because they're all best buds. And Silver says, I don't want to go meet Jack slash Bobby's parents because I'm drunk and it's the first time and whatever. So fine, we'll go to a motel. She goes to the motel. They drop her off in the parking lot in like a bag of garbage and just take off. And turns out the motel's full because, hello, it's homecoming weekend. She should have called ahead. So she decides to walk to the next nearest motel. 
Meanwhile, Maurice is driving home. She's drunk. No, she's not drunk. She's smoking. She's crying. She might be shooting up. I don't know what she's got going on, but she's distracted and she hits Silver. But Silver's just got like a broken ankle. So then it basically turns into the movie Misery, where Silver's slowly figuring out that Marissa is totally crazy. And so Silver tries to escape. Uh, and she almost makes it one last time, but then she doesn't. And Marissa ends up tying her up in the basement. And then Jack slash Bobby's cousin comes over, who's the town sheriff. And he figures out what's going on because he's no dummy. And he goes down in the basement and Marissa ends up shooting him with his own gun. So sure. now she's really in trouble because not only did she imprison this poor girl, but she also has killed a cop, which I think is a felony. But again, I don't know all the local laws. So then Jack slash Bobby figures out what's going on because Silver's managed to get some hints to him. And he runs out to Marissa's house, which is like eight miles, but he's a football player, so I'm sure he's fine. And he... Finds Silver, saves her, and Marissa tries to stop them, and there's a struggle, and Silver ends up shooting Marissa, and she kills her. The end. And that was the most awesome thing I saw on TV last week. The, the best things end with uh, Marissa Cooper dying at the end of it. It's really true. The best things start with family bowling out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right everybody you know what that music means it's time for the canon and our guest pam has brought us something pam what do you got for us uh well you know i so i didn't understand the canon for a while i'm just gonna talk about this for a second <laughs> fine. it seems like you bring it's people a very complicated here. concept it's a setup for failure this yep. is what no. it seems we well, hardly ever reject things that's not true well we're, we're not that hard to please well, why are you looking at me i'm, I'm not saying- there are times it's like I'm the Russian judge here. Just, What's going on? So when you're like any episode of any episode of anything, bring it in and we'll let you know if it's good enough for us. It's it's intimidating. <laughs> okay, right? that part is true. That and is I true. remember that is how it works. This is what I heard. Well, plus we not- sit on these really high chairs. You can't see it, but like <laughs> yes, they are ten feet above me, looking down. Joe's throwing peanuts at my face. <laughs> so I'm in my uh, my submissive position. <laughs> Ready to offer up. We gave you a yoga mat. Enter the star chamber, Pam. <laughs> and this is the thing. I knew um, I wasn't going to be able to bring in like a comedy comedy with sketch because uh, Dave hates that. They're uneven, right? No, uh, if you, you can find you me an even sketch Show. comedy, we put Mr. Show in I know, but it was hard. That was that a was hard, hard one. You guys that were was like, a tough one. listen, we're just you were letting dubious. it I didn't, And then I thought, well, kids in the hall is Canadian, but then they'd be harder on it because it's Canadian. And Joe's yeah, never can, seen it. You can't anticipate the direction. See, and Joe's that. never seen it. And then I thought, well, I can't bring in Gilmore Girls because Dave will just mm. make a poop pie out well, of it. Well, here's the thing <laughs> is that when somebody is, is else is presenting to the three of us, you only need two votes. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to pause and bring no, up no. over Gilmore Girls? <laughs> what bring in Lorelai. <laughs> Rory Gilmore, speak for yourself. I thought, you know, know your audience. So I brought in Friends Season 5, Episode 14, Ugh. where everybody finds out. Love it. Yay. <laughs> I knew that maybe Dave was going to no, be that was your No, that was just fine. for your benefit. All right. <laughs> um, so, uh, so this is, uh, I, I bring this one to you because I think people still say a lot of things from this episode. Oh, yeah. Yes. So that, uh, that in and of itself is a very important episode of Friends. Mm-hmm. The B story is sort of whatever, but it gives us the A story, which is important and almost everybody's in it. So uh, ugly naked guy's moving out of his apartment. Yep. And Ross, who has had some sort of like meltdown at work and needs to get a new place, is like, maybe I'll go live in ugly yeah. naked guy's place. Well, he's coming off having broken up with Emily. That also happened. Oh, is that what season. the meltdown was for? Yeah, and then he was like having rage problems where that was made that him have to go on drugs. Where and then that ate was that same season where someone ate his Thanksgiving sandwich with a moist with maker. With the moist maker, yeah. yeah. Do you guys know that Tara was almost the uh, <laughs> friends geek on Beat the Geeks? <laughs> 
And I called her because I had to audition for it. And I called mm-hmm. her and I was like, I missed two. And I told her the ones, right? I missed two and you knew exactly the right answers. I think so. Who had the sports car bed? Uh, yeah, Monica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I said Ricky Schroeder. <laughs> <laughs> not incorrect. Not incorrect. That's true. He was <laughs> not in the Friends universe, but you know. Not correct enough. I thought it was a trick question. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, Ross goes over to take a look at Ugly Naked Guy's apartment, and he brings with him uh, Phoebe and Rachel. Uh, Ross goes out to get a form to sign, and uh, Rachel goes to pee. And Phoebe is uh, looking across the apartment where she can see into um, Monica's apartment where she learned something she did not know. Oh, look, there's, there's Monica and Chandler. Hey! Hey, you guys! Hey! So they start kissing. Them kissing. Yes. Oh! 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 Chandler and Monica! Chandler and Monica! Oh my god! Chandler and Monica! Oh my god! 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 Oh my What's going on? Oh, 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 I'll say it here because you hear it a lot in the ensuing clips. The DVD commentary, they talked about how when they filmed this and the live audience there, they were like, that audience just went apeshit yeah. for everything. And it's sort of in the great like laugh track, no laugh track thing. If you can tell that it's a real live studio audience and you can tell because they're just way more enthusiastic than they would ever let canned laughter be, mm-hmm. it really, really enhances something like yeah. a show like this. Yeah. yeah. I think. Well, and the the actors play off it too. Oh my God. Yeah. You can tell that they're really enjoying each other on this one, Mm -hmm. that they're like letting each other have those moments because they're cracking each other up in these things. Uh, When Ross jumps with Glee on that with the (laughs) kickback. Oh my God. I love it so much. Flapping his. It's a truly excellent spaz moment. It is. (laughs) It is amazing. So that breaks into the opening credits. Uh, so the B story will end up being it, it doesn't matter so I'll just go through it very quickly but Ross uh, is not the only one who's trying to get Ugly Naked Guy's apartment so he sends him a gift basket but it turns <laughs> out there's a shit ton of people giving him nicer things than that so he goes over to try and find something that he that he can bond with and it turns out that is nudity right. which causes everybody through the window to see Naked Ross Yes. side plot done what <laughs> is going to really happen from this is uh, so where did this begin? The next clip is... Okay, so I'm going to do... Um, at the coffee shop, Phoebe and Rachel let Joey know that Phoebe knows. And so Joey's like, great, now we can tell that everybody knows. And Phoebe's like, or we can mess with them. Like when they say they're going to go do laundry, we'll give them a ton of laundry. And Phoebe decides to use her sexuality to start this. <laughs> and she hits on Chandler, who then says to Monica later that night, hey, I think Phoebe was hitting on me. Uh, which I think this clip is where we're at. Oh, man, they think they are so slick messing with us. But see, they don't know that we know that they know. <laughs> so... Ah, uh, yes. The messers become the messies. <laughs> so they decide to keep this going and make Chandler... make. Phoebe think that Chandler's interested in her being interested in him. (laughs) 
So he calls her and asks if she would like to come over and touch his muscles or something more. Something yeah, along something those like lines. Because um, she had previously hit on him by being like, oh, you've been working out. Or, yes, right, right. Mr. Bicep. Not true. <laughs> so that's this. Yes? Joey, do they know that we know? No. Joey? They know you know. Oh, I knew it! <laughs> I would say, thank God, everybody knows. It's finally over, but that hasn't been working for me. Oh, I cannot believe those two. They thought that they could mess with us. They're trying to mess with us. <laughs> they don't know that we know they know we know. <laughs> it's my favorite line. It is the best. whole episode. Yeah. Uh, so this is where they decide they're going to keep messing with them and the messies are now the messers once again. <laughs> All the time I think this is maybe when they see ugly naked Ross, but that doesn't matter. So uh, so they set the, they set the uh, table with this. So Chandler, I'd, I'd love to come by tonight. Really? Oh, absolutely. Should we say around seven? Yes. <laughs> Good. I'm really looking forward to you and me having sexual intercourse. <laughs> now, I also picked a clip, uh, an episode that from here on out is mostly physical comedy, so we're going to do our best to explain what's going on. But uh, the whole episode culminates in this uh, scene where Monica's waiting in the bathroom coaching Chandler on how to keep it going because she's sure that Phoebe's bluffing and they can get her to break. Rachel is outside the door, you know, where in the hall, in the hallway where sound doesn't travel, right. uh, coaching Phoebe on how to keep going until Chandler breaks because they both know that the other one knows and so they don't know how far they'll go. Right. So here we are. Nervous? Me? No. You? No. I want this to happen. <laughs> Uh, this is so where... <laughs> Oh, sorry. So this is where the two of them... Uh, they both chug their wine. very long drink. <laughs> I'm going to put on some music. Joey likes to scare the duck. Phoebe, I'll dance for you. <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe dances like parentheses attacking you. She's <laughs> like doing the, the, the five ninja moves. I was going to say no crane. words do it justice, but that was pretty close. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you look good. <laughs> Thanks. You know, that, you say things like that, it makes me want to rip that sweater vest right off. <laughs> this is also when you could tell that this probably wasn't the first take because they're a little punchy yeah. and laughing. Uh, so clearly the bluffing isn't uh, isn't getting called. So Chandler goes into the bathroom where he finds that Monica has in fact cleaned it while she's uh, waiting oh for him. Uh, she says, you go back out there and win. You're on my team. We don't lose. Out in the hallway is uh, where we are next, right? Oh, man, aren't you guys done yet? I want to sit in my chair. <laughs> Joey, look, just look at it this way. The sooner Phoebe breaks Chandler, the sooner this is all over and out in the open. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Oh, okay. Show him your bra. He's afraid of bras. Can't work him. <laughs> Joey rips open her shirt with a move. With a flick of his finger. 
sorry, you didn't rip off any buttons. Not my first time. <laughs> Nothing but physical comedy from here on out. Phoebe <laughs> goes back inside where Chandler is waiting, and they're both very nervous and standing very close to each other. Uh, they do a little bit here where they sort of, am I going to put my hand here? I'm going to put my hand here. Is it on your boob? Nope. So awkward. <laughs> yeah. And so, this is my bra. It's very, very nice. <laughs> well, come here. I'm very happy we're going to have all the sex. <laughs> you should be. I'm very bendy. <laughs> Classic line. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then here's the next part. I just set this part up, sorry. Well, I guess there's nothing left for us to do, but, but kiss. Here it comes. Our first kiss. You win. I can't have sex with you. And why not? Because I'm in love with Monica. You're, you're what? And Monica comes out. I brought in a woo Monica, clip. That's right. I love her. I love her. And an off clip. <laughs> I love you, Monica. I love you too, Chandler. Aw, to woo, to applause. This is a very special episode of guys. I got it all in. I thought you guys were doing it. I didn't know you were in love. <laughs> I actually thought this clip, this uh, episode was a Thanksgiving episode when mm. I was looking for it because it has all those elements of yeah, yeah, a confession true. and they're all together yep. and they're somehow trapped for something. I believe reason. the Thanksgiving one that season was the one where Monica ended Puts up with the, the turkey, turkey on her, her head, head yeah. which is also a great one. I'm such a I'm such a sap for this show that even though I've seen this episode at least a hundred times, that moment it still gave me the shivers. Yeah, <laughs> it really did. Yeah, it was one of those where you're like, ah, they always somehow oh found God. a way to even surprise you when it's the true. whole time you were supposed to be in on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last clip, which is my favorite, <laughs> is it the post credits? Ross is talking to his uh, boss, showing him his apartment, which he's won because of his nudity, uh, and they're in the empty apartment. I am totally ready to come back to work. I... And now he's looking out the window. What? No. <laughs> I want... What are you doing? <laughs> Get off my sister! <laughs> <laughs> and that's the one where everybody finds out. Which is like they, they round it out in the next episode where yes. Ross does actually actually find out. And they yes. do this right. thing where they're like, you didn't tell me! And they thought, we, you thought we'd be mad. Yes. You thought I'd be mad? You thought I'd be mad? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I also watched that clip on YouTube yes. yesterday when I was preparing for this because yeah. it was natural extension. So in line, in line with Ross's wild mood swings during this period. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Having some emotional problems, which was my favorite era of Ross. Because this is also around this time. It's, it's it's in that same episode where they have the party for the super at his new building, and he doesn't want to chip in. That's right. Yeah. There's that whole thing too, where he's trying to stand on principle and throw a competing party and just be a jerk. Yeah. This episode, we I, we mentioned it when Tara you brought up the uh, the game show episode, which mm-hmm. is such a fantastic one. This one I like. This teensiest bit more, I think, because it's got all six of them at like my peak, the peak qualities that I love in them, where it's like Monica's super competitive, that thing where she's like, you're on my team and my team wins. And Chandler goes, at this? (laughs) Um, But Rachel being secretly almost as competitive but with no way again, like in the game show one, with no way to control it. And no strategy. And no strategy at all. Phoebe being super confident uh-huh. and sort of like very secure in her abilities to do 
whatever. Yes. Ross being crazy. Um, <laughs> Joey being just excessively simple mm-hmm. and wants everything simple and mm-hmm. easy and just sort of the way it is. Mm-hmm. And then Chandler being flustered. Yes. Which is the best Chandler. Yeah. I, 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 these are, these episodes are that the game show is in the top slot for me of all friends episodes of all time. And this yeah. is number two. Yeah. And I, I agree with you that the only weak spot of this, if this episode is the, is the Ross storyline. It's which, only cause ugly naked. But something has so to happen. But, but yeah, and he has one, to be outside of the story. Even right. that one has that part though, where they're looking across at all the gift baskets and, <laughs> and all like the, whatever, like more, way more extravagant gifts. And, and somebody goes to Ross is like, what'd you get him? The muffin basket, which muffin basket, the small one. <laughs> Like, it's yeah. just a good joke. Well, and that's also consistent with Ross's character, too, where they've established in previous episodes that he's cheap. Yes. Well, I just think him jumping at the beginning. Like, he has the first... <laughs> yes, he, has, he is before the credits and after the credits mm-hmm. as just stealing, I think, enough that I remembered. I mean, yeah. I remember that jump. Yes. Along yeah. the lines of they don't know. It's know in the credits. It was in the credits yeah. for at least that the next year, yes. I think. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, very strong episode. You ready to, <clears throat> do you mind uh, talking a little baseball, Pam? You're a TV writer. Uh-huh. I was curious. You said you know so much of this is physical comedy. Yeah. Like, how hard is it to actually like write physical comedy into a script? Like, is it one of those Good things question. where you like, you know, because you use words all the time? Is something that you kind of have a propensity to forget to do, or do you have to like? And is it hard to do when you remember if you do forget? <laughs> I think people try to do it a, a lot. With with season five, now you already know their strengths. Yeah, and, I was and thinking. This was also during the time that they would have, you know, they had two audiences that right. would come in because these things would tape until like 4.35 in the morning. So they had an audience that would stay until midnight or one and then they would oh, send wow. them out and then bring in a new audience who was just that. as excited, like more yeah. Chandler and Monica. <laughs> and so they would be able to keep going. Oh, I didn't even and, know that. Um, God, that's smart. grueling. So at this point, you know, you clearly knew we have a scene where we have Phoebe and Chandler pushing as far as possible, and they probably worked a lot of that on rehearsal during the week. That jumping Ross was probably Ross jumping, and then yeah. they, they worked that in. But uh, yeah, around this whole we we try and hook them up. That that's probably written in all that stuff. The hand yeah. here, hand here, because that stuff you could tell yeah. is very yes. like yeah. there's a bit. But we're when trying. you but when you as a TV writer see something like this, you're like, oh, that's a good piece of business. Just being able to write that physical comp, like just being yeah. able to put that in and not sort of succumbing to the the writerly desires to have everything be a word. You know what I mean? Oh, I think there's a desire to put the physical the other way. in. A lot of times... Because it fills pages? It fills, it fills pages, time. but you also know it's, it's, it's a risk where you think, I can see them doing it, it'll be so funny, but it's completely up to them reading it right. and yeah. interpreting, and I've had to that... Nail it. Yeah. I've had that fail miserably, <laughs> and you can't... Oh, excuse me. You can't give line readings, and you can't go up yeah. there and be like, just do this! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and because uh, they don't like that yeah. so you have to be like what if you were a little more physical yeah. And, yeah. and they just go what if I just said and if they say something that's funny then that that's do you funny. find that like either people have it or they don't when it comes to that in physical comedy yeah. I, I think you find I think they found that like uh, well I mean it Monica sounds like they wrote they wrote to their strengths here mm-hmm. by the time because this is like into the series right but do you find like you know if you're writing you know season one early season one of a of a show and you really want there to be some physical comedy do you like is it is it you sort of like russian roulette you never yeah, know yeah you get yeah you yeah. hope for the best yeah. but it sounds like what you're saying is that this at this stage this would have been much more probably collaborative like between the writer and the cast and the director i'm guessing and also yeah. by the time you're in front of an audience on a multicam like this they've had uh, four four Sorry. days of rehearsals in front of the studio and the network and yeah. the writers and so mm-hmm. They're, by the time they're in front of an audience, they already know stuff that's working and, and uh, yeah. 
they probably did a few takes to see which got the biggest laughs because you were saying that you could tell how excited they were. That's probably classic the TV AB yeah. testing. That's it. <laughs> well, I'll say this, the, the same thing about this episode as I said about last Friends episodes. I'm not a super Friends fan, but the top of the Friends list is always really great television. And this is obviously one of the best ones. So I am going to vote in the canon. Ooh, yes, Tara? absolutely. No question. Yeah, yes for me. Wee-hoo! There we go. <laughs> Can I get off my knees now? <laughs> All right, run. Friends, the one where everybody finds out season something episode. Five. Episode 14. You are hereby inducted into <laughs> the Extra Hot Great Canon. Americans love a winner and will not tolerate a loser. It's time for Winner and Loser of the Week. And Dave, what do you have for the winner this week? Well, thank you, Dave. (laughs) Uh, Winner this week is the TV show Eureka. And I know what you're thinking. Didn't that show just get canceled by Siffy? Yes, it did. But I just want to take this opportunity to put things in perspective for Eureka and fans thereof. Uh, The show was on for like five seasons or something like that. And not only... uh, it got canceled. Sad news. But then they got a uh, an extra episode to give the writers an opportunity to actually wrap things up until give the story an end, which is both a five season long sci fi show and then also a bonus episode when you didn't know it was ending to wrap things up is so much more than like 99% of television shows out there get. True. So for that, I'm going to say Eureka, winner of the week. But Dave, are they writing a movie about it? Because all canceled shows <laughs> have to have seven years of Well, the, uh, the creators he, uh, originally uh, saw this as a trilogy, <laughs> Joe. So. Nice. Which, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Um, losers of the week are uh, Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street, mm. who were really put through the ringer this week. Uh, what can you say? I mean, are they are they supposed to be a gay couple? Are no. they not supposed to be a gay couple? There was a petition online, which is one of those things now where apparently we're all subject to the Facebook uh, mm-hmm. totalitarianism now, yeah. where one person has a whim on Facebook, and then there's a petition, and all of a sudden... See also Betty White. See also Betty White, and see also whatever kind of, you know, foolishness. Um, no, they're not a gay couple. I'm going to say this as a gay I have authority here. I don't have authority here. Um, As a gay and a puppet. But they both, so that, I don't know. <laughs> it's true. I thought we weren't supposed to tell yeah. you, Justin. You made me sign a form. He's a 10 foot tall white puppet on a I thought he just wore a lot of flannel. Guys. We already told sorry, him he's I'm white. Sorry. You already told me I was adopted, puppets. too. That was weird. Um, I don't know. It was just, it was a weird, it was a weird week for Bert and Ernie. I felt like they were, they were not slandered, but mm-hmm. they were. A lot of things were read into Bert and Ernie. Yes. On both sides of the equation that were really sure. not. Does this not happen to them every nine months, seemingly? Since a Teletubby was outed, it seems like. Well, we there was always. It was always just like, haha, you know, Bert and Ernie, haha, jokes. And now all of a sudden. There's, but now there's gay marriage. Now there's so gay marriage, so now they want to, like, institutionalize them, which also, don't tie Ernie down. Like, <laughs> Ernie wants his options. <laughs> you people. think Ernie can do better? <laughs> I think Ernie could do better. Um, Ernie is a child. Like, literally, as a child. Well, see, right, and again... <laughs> Bert is like a guardian. Again, here we, herein we find the problem, where it starts off as a joke, and then two lines into it, we're yeah, just like, got, I, didn't know I that. feel weird creepy. about talking about this. <laughs> Sign my Facebook petition. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, it's time to wrap up the rest of the week in the rest of the week. Paramount is finally, finally making a movie about Walter the Farting Doll. Nope. 
Original Bring It On screenwriter Jessica Bendinger threatens to block future productions of Bring It On the musical unless she gets a piece of revenues. Look, I am all for people getting paid, believe me, but if this lady derails my plans to see Bring It On the musical a minimum of 17 more times, I will riot. No. Riot. 50 Cent was recently photographed hanging out with Goldie Hawn. (laughs) Fan footage points to a football set piece in the upcoming Dark Knight Rises. Guess who plays the quarterback? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AMC maps out a strategy for winding down Breaking Bad in 16 episodes. Take that, David Chase, Chris Carter, Joss Whedon. Yeah. Damon, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Garfield is signed on to do Death of a Salesman on Broadway, giving us all an opening for another round of Spider-Man on Broadway jokes. Yeah. According to Godwin's Law, the fact that Keon... Keon... <laughs> God Con- damn it. Kanye. Kanye West thinks, people look at me like I'm fucking insane, like I'm Hitler is worse than Hitler, but not as worse as my delivery <laughs> of this line. Nope. Disney shuts down production on its Lone Ranger movie. Nope. Leaving Johnny Depp with much more free time to hang out with Pam. Yeah. Yay! Seth MacFarlane has been tapped to host the Comedy Central roast of Charlie Sheen, which means Jay Leno is going to have to be moved to an undisclosed location to defend against possible plots to take out all the worst people on television at once. Nope. Wait, before we move on, can I can I tell a Hitler story from this this weekend? Yeah. You can always tell a Hitler <laughs> so story. So we were playing Celebrity. Wish I had a jingle for like Hitler. <laughs> I know. Hitler time is Hitler time. Everybody get ready for Hitler time. <laughs> Uh, well, now I've kind of ruined it by saying it's a Hiller story, but we were playing celebrity between Slipper. rounds. Uh, one of one of the guests at this at this gathering was pregnant, and the joke was just reach into the bowl and whatever you pull up, that's the baby's name. And she pulled out. She Hitler. pulled out the Adolf Hitler card oh. because it could have been RuPaul. In one out of every four games of Celebrity, someone writes down Adolf, and that someone is Dave Cole. That is true. My baby's name is pronounced Hitler. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sorry. You know what time it is, guys? It's game time. It's game time. <laughs> All right, everybody, it is the sixth game time of the season. Our standings are currently Joe leading with three. Yep. Tara with two. Nope. And our guests still with zero. Yo, they pulled out pieces of paper at the same time. It was like there was a final I didn't know about. Shit got real during the theme song. You think it's nerve-wracking in your car when you're like, I'm going to get it this time. I'm going to get like three right this time at least. They had a notebook. There are pens. Tara has a sweatband on. But look, I will look say Look above that- you, Pam. Hockey scoreboard. <laughs> I'm on the Trina drive. <laughs> All right. This week, we are playing Hot Potato oh. Long Running <laughs> Film Franchise Edition. Oh, my God. I am going to give you a long running oh, film Jesus. franchise, and you guys are going to take turns giving me titles from that franchise. <gasps> Last one standing oh gets the point. There are 10 franchises today. Oh, my God. Okay? I don't feel good about this. I am a generous man, so I will allow you to, one, give me movie titles that are the same as the franchise name, such as if I said Star Wars, you could say Star Wars is one of the movies in the Star Wars franchise. Yes. Okay. You may omit the number in the film if the film title is Be Coland. So if Gremlins 2, the new batch, could be given as just the new batch. That was all I You don't have to know the two. Third generous uh, item from yours truly. Yep. You may double up on shared reboot and remake names. So if okay. I was the Thing franchise, you could say, well, one of them is the Thing and the other one is the Thing. Mm-hmm. You could, the Thing could okay. be two answers. 
Okay. okay. Yes. Do we get it? Yes. Yeah. I brought a present again. I'm sorry. <gasps> I brought oh. a present. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, it's this getting real every time. I'm not going to fit in that burlesque tank top. So will you fit in this bring it on the musical tank top? It's a tank top for bring it on the musical. It may now be a serious collector's item. Oh, my God. I could win this and then sell it back to Tara, actually, is <laughs> how it could true. go. I will buy it. Okay, awesome. <laughs> All right. Make a flag so, out of it. playing for the Bring It On, the musical tank top. Are we ready to start playing Hot Potato Long Running Film Franchise Edition? Yes. Yep. Hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato. All right, Pam, you are our guest. Okay. So, we are going to let you start. And we're starting off with something easy to ease everybody into it, okay? Okay. So Pammy will give one title, then we'll go to Tara, then to Joe, and we'll go around until we have two misses by two different people. And I don't have to say them in order, right? Not in order. Okay. Does not matter. Here we go. The franchise is the Harry Potter franchise. Start naming film titles. Prisoner of Azkaban. (laughs) Sorcerer's Stone. Goblet of Fire. Order of the Phoenix. Chamber of Secrets. Half-Blood Prince. Are we out of them? Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince? Mm. Damn it! Joe just said. Already said. (laughs) Pammy's out. Um, I'm out too. I think we... I I don't know anymore. No, you had not. Deathly Hallows! Oh, Oh, my... Joe, I'm gonna. I think that was on the buzzer, so I, I'm, I'm inclined to give it to her. Okay, but uh, wait. It was in fact Deathly Hallows Part One and Part Two were the names of the movie, so wow. we can't give that to you. Two different does. Also, we would accepted Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone and Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, two different titles in the Harry movie franchise. Yeah. that's the way you got to start thinking, people. So, <laughs> so that Joe wins that round. Goes to point. Joe. All right. I do not feel good. Here we go. All right, Pam, you're starting with this one too, since Joe got the point. Okay. James Bond films. James Bond films. <laughs> he is a, he is a, like a secret agent for the British government. <laughs> Goldfinger. <gasps> Quantum of Solace. Golden Eye. Uh, uh, <laughs> Casino Royale. Live and let die. Um, you only live twice. Uh, shit. Um, never say die. Mm. <laughs> I have to make them up. It was close. There, that was a couple combined into one. I know. I'll, give, I'll, I'll give you like you know day points, but not real points. Octopusy. Nice. Um, tomorrow never dies. Oh, I see what I did. Never say never again. Die another day. Been said. No, it's been said. Has it? No. Yes. Die another no. day. Someone said live and let die. Yeah. You said live and let die. I'm totally I'm, writing them down. I swear someone said no. it, but fine. From Russia with love. I <laughs> <laughs> the tiger. Um, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Nice pull. Um, it's easy to get confused with James Bond titles because they share so many. Casino Royale, the other one. Nice. Oh, <laughs> damn it! Oh, I should have thought of that one. Um, um, 
The Man with the Golden Gun? Is that a James Bond movie? Okay. Dr. No, has that been said? Shoot! Um. Shoot? No, that's not. Nope, nope. Shoot? That no, was I'm it. just saying. Shoot. Come on. We got a reputation to uphold. We just Shit. learned today that we taught a child. Quit stalling! <laughs> Damn it. Um. Oh, God. Um. Oh, okay. Um. From Russia with Love, I don't think anybody mentioned. I said it. Okay, Thunderball. Oh, yeah. Um, Diamonds Are Forever. Right. Uh, the Spy Who Loved Me. Sure. Moonraker, guys. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, the Living Daylights, the uh, Timothy Dalton one. Sure. And others. <laughs> Tara's now wearing two sweatbands. It's waking my brain. That's what it's there for. It's a cleanser. Okay, now Joe is going first. Sure. Yes. And our franchise is the Police Academy franchise. <sighs> All right, Police Academy. Now remember, you don't have to give me the number. You can give me just the, the bit after the colon. Back in action? Damn Christ. Citizens on patrol? That was number four. Oh, 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 um... Police Academy 2? Was that not... Was that subtitled? I just thought, thought it was Police Academy I, I ne- 2. Th- that sounds like a question and not an answer. Police Academy 2. Mm. Police Academy 2, their first assignment. Oh, no! Police Academy back in training was three. Citizens on Patrol. Assignment, Miami Beach. There's two colons in that title. Wow. City Under Siege. And one mentioned on the show not too long ago. The one with in Russia. Mission to Moscow. Right. Correct. Up and say, up and say, up and say. All right, so Tara got that point, so we're back to Joe to start with the Apes movies. Oh, God. The Apes movies. Eek, eek. Uh, Planet of the Apes. Return to the Planet of the Apes. (gasps) I really thought that was one, though. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. The Tim Burton Planet of the Apes. Below the Planet of the Apes? Oh, beneath, beneath the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> also, Escape from the Planet of the Apes, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, yeah. Battle for the Planet of the Apes. So close. Yeah. Below. I love this is playing 10 times. There's one guy out there who's really angry. He's really angry. It's the same person that was mad the crackpot clip between all of them. All right. Um... Joe got that point? Yes. Okay, so, Pam, we're starting you off. The Halloween franchise. Oh, no. Halloween. Curse of Michael Myers? The Rob Zombie Halloween. Uh, Is it your answer, therefore? Halloween. H2O. The full title was H2O 20 years later, but we're accepting H2O. H2O. Thank you. It's all right. The Haunted Jack-O-Lantern. <laughs> um, uh, was one called Season of the Witch? Yes, it was. <laughs> Halloween 2. Um, the Return of Michael Myers. Guys, you're killing the Halloween one. This is surprising. Oh, man. The Curse of Michael Myers? I said that. I said oh, that. She did. 
Sorry. Uh, the ones you were missing was the second Hollywood uh, Halloween 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 two. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. Yeah, but there's two of them. <laughs> there's two called there's two, two Halloween. Zombies. There's two Halloween two. twos. Uh, uh, the return, the season of the witch, return of Michael Myers, revenge, the curse of Michael Myers, H two O, or H twenty. I'm not quite sure how you're supposed to say it. Yeah. This is twenty years later. And the last one, Halloween Resurrection. Resurrection. Oh, right. That's what I was thinking. So who got that point? All right, Pam, that means we're starting with you again. And our franchise is the Pink Panther franchise. Pink Panther franchise. The Pink Panther Strikes Back. Uh, wait, sorry. No, that's a movie. It's totally one of them. We'll explain it at the end. Um, the Pink Panther and the Pink Panther with Steve Martin. We Give me one answer. I say two. I thought you said you could. You give one. Okay, Pink Panther. And guess what Joe's going to say? The Pink Panther. Yeah, classic rookie mistake. Pink sorry. Panther Returns? Return I'm sorry, the, the Pink, Pink Panther. Panther twice. A Shot in the Dark was the second one. Inspector Cluso, the return of the Pink Panther. The Pink Panther Strikes Again. Oh! Revenge of the Pink Panther. Trail of the Pink Panther. Curse of the Pink Panther. Son of the Pink Panther, and Pink Panther Two this is the second Steve Martin Pink Panther. <sighs> That's a lot of those. That's way too many Pink Panthers. When you say Pink Panther enough, it stops being words. <laughs> Pink Panther. So Joe got that point again. All right, yeah. Pam, you're up again. Yeah. The franchise is a nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street. And that's the way to do it. Nightmare on Elm Street, the one with Jackie Earl Haley. Uh, the Dream Child. No. It's, oh, then Dream Warriors. Um, Freddy's Revenge. Are we counting Freddy versus Jason? Uh, once again, I cannot answer. Oh, God, I don't want to take a chance with that. Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. But now is Pam going to use it because you got nothing else. And I run on Street 2. Yeah, that was Freddy's Revenge. It's okay. Freddy versus Jason! <laughs> oh! <laughs> so glad that worked out. There's exactly one left. Oh, no. Oh, um... Shit, I was just reading about it. I don't know what... I don't know. I don't know what it's called. We're going to go with this one to Joe. Joe's to, uh... Um, he doesn't have to answer it. No, well, Pam's no, Pam's still Pam, in it. Me and Pam. Sorry. Uh, I don't know. Yay! Point for Pam. Pam Did you say new correctly? Last thing out, everybody else. What on is it? Wes Craven's new night. Oh! That's what I just said. I said it. it you guys heard me. Weekly. They didn't hear me, but you guys heard. Uh, let, let me get a score breakdown here, Tara. Right? Oh, who's got I score? have two. Pam has one. Joe has four. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, so Tara is first with the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. Friday the Thirteenth. Jason takes Manhattan. Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> um. Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Jason goes to hell. Uh, 
That's definitely one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll give it to you. I'm going to give it to you because it's not the full title. It's not but the I think that's ti- the, kind of the, the okay. working title. It's, it's actually called Jason Goes to Hell the Final Friday. It was Whoa. not the final Jason film. But let's check. Pam. Um, Friday the 13th, part three. Friday the 13th, part four. <laughs> I'd take a shot. Yeah. Jason X. Nice. Cool. That was Jason Goes to Space. Wasn't it? Was Jason Goes yeah, to Space. Really? Friday the 13th, part three. That was already said. I already said it. Damn. <laughs> so I guess that one is in the column for <gasps> Mr. Joe. Joe. What do we have left? Two more left. No, no, I mean from Fred oh. oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, there was two Friday the 13th. There was Friday the 13th, the final chapter, which was the fourth. Final the 13th, A New Beginning, which was the fifth. Right. Followed by Jason Lives, The New Blood, Jason Takes Manhattan, Jason Goes to Hell, Jason, Jason X, and Freddy versus Jason. Okay. Our second to last movie franchise is, scrolls down for the giant <laughs> one, Japanese Godzilla movies. Oh, my God. Japanese Godzilla movies. And Pam's first. Mothra. Uh, Godzilla versus Mothra? Uh, we're going to give you that, even though it's totally Mothra wrong. versus Godzilla. Oh, I'm sorry. We are a generous so group here. Godzilla? I'm so ashamed of you, Pam. Um, Tara gets Godzilla. Rodan versus Godzilla? Uh, now it's going to take me a while to go through the list. Looking for Rodan versus Godzilla. There is no Rodan versus Godzilla. Yeah, this is this is not my category. <laughs> Rodan, <laughs> Michelangelo versus Godzilla. Uh, the second Godzilla. What? 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 I'm sorry. You have to listen to the Japanese uh, Japanese Godzilla movies. Was the topic? Matthew Brown. Is Gamera one? Uh, oh yeah. Do you want me to go? Th- okay, here we go. <clears throat> no, Big I don't. Crack. No, 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 no. I'll give you a no couple. I'll give you a couple of the famous ones. King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla, the right. robot. Etc. Etc. Um, and others. Was Rodan actually a thing though? Yeah, he was okay. part of that universe, but okay. I do not. I do not see a Rodan. Okay. I didn't see any Godzilla movies. But Plus, I it would probably be Godzilla that. versus Rodan. But hers was Mothra yes, versus I would Godzilla. Have, so it I would have. I would have given it, but it's it not. It threw one of those. me. I am sorry. You're winning anyway. You already won. Just say, this hot potato game is tearing us apart, guys. Tara just threw up one of her sweatpants and hit Joe in the eye. All right. Just made Joe go to the kneeling corner. Our last movie franchise of today's hot potato game, and we'll be starting with uh, Pam again, correct? With Joe. Joe got the, with oh, oh, you got that point. Yeah. Okay. Yes. With Joe. Joe, the franchise is Star Trek. Okay. Um, The Undiscovered Country. Uh, the Wrath of Khan, too. Um, Star Trek, the J.J. Abrams one. Star Trek. <laughs> he it's fell not into just Star Trek? He fell into the track. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Voyage Home. Generations. The Quest for Fire? <laughs> 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 the quest for Spock. Search, Search for, Spock. for Spock. Damn it! That what was, was the original? <laughs> All right, going backwards from most recent, so we can just play it off yeah. and joke. Star Trek: The Motion Star, Picture. Star the Trek. Picture. Damn it! All right, and then we'll just go with Star Trek. Star Trek: Nemesis. Star Trek: Insurrection. First Contact. Generations. Undiscovered Country. Final Frontier. Voyage Home. Search for Spock. Wrath of Khan. And as Tara already beat me to, 
the motion picture. And that is Hot Potato. Can we get a final score, please? I have four. I have five. And I have one. Cam has one. Well done. Squeaked it out. Well done. Kept it from being a tie game. Joe. Thank you, Ben. (laughs) All right, we'll work out terms and conditions for the (laughs) t-shirt. All right, guys, that's it for another episode of Extra Hot Great. We politely discuss the help over tea and special Dave biscuits. Guess what was in the biscuits? I think you'll have fun. Dave laid out his final destination return on investment plan. We didn't understand Tara's tiny triumph, and we won't respond to it. <laughs> and Kim was our homecoming queen with the most awesome things she saw on TV last week. Pam brought us Friends, the one where everybody finds out, and we inducted into the canon. We crowned winners and losers of the week, wrapped up the rest of the week, and Joe was the winner of this week's Game Time. You can leave comments on our site, on Facebook, and on Twitter. You can send us audio submissions, anything you want. You can also send us Game Time ideas and question sets. For information on how to do all that, go to extrahotgreat.com. Remember, we're listening. I am David T. Cole, and on behalf of Tara Ariano, I forgot about the shirt. Joe Reed <laughs> brought it on, and Pamela Ribbon. I should have guessed Tribbles. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you right here next week on Extra Hot Great. Where's my snack pack? You've got a banana. You don't need no snack pack. You know I like snack pack. Why can't you just give me a snack pack? I thought I was your snack pack. What are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing.